Hello and welcome to another episode on our Open to Happiness podcast. Today I'm doing another solo episode to talk a little bit about how to open to happiness. I'm going to share some very personal experiences when I have faced hardship myself in life and I really struggled to be present, to surrender to the, the current moment and to appreciate what life had to offer beyond the struggles, beyond the pain, beyond all of those moments of unpleasantness. So let's start. How do you open to happiness? Because it doesn't matter who you are, what you do and what you have. If you cannot make yourself available for happiness, if you cannot hold on to happiness, then you will feel miserable inside. The question is now, how can you be happy when you search for happiness outside of you, in the distractions of the external world, in the intensity created by this continuous stimulation? Can you be happy when you depend by external forces to make you feel good inside? How can you be happy when you see the state of the world? How can you be happy when you struggle with all of these personal problems, your relationship struggles, the pain following you from the past, physical illness, anxiety, depression, addiction, compulsiveness, codependency. How can you be happy when your inner world is stuck into these troubling feelings of worry, insecurity, insufficiency, and uneasiness? And I get you. I have been in that space myself. It is hard to be happy from that place of fear, confusion, and uncertainty. And the uncertainty seems to be the theme of our lives. Two nights before Christmas Eve a few years back, I was laying nearly dead in the bed of an A&E department in a London hospital. I was two months into my chemotherapy treatment for a rare and aggressive form of breast cancer combined with a genetic mutation, and I haven't been well at all. I had all the symptoms possible, and now I could not eat or drink for about three days. I could not swallow anything, as I was fighting this unknown, quite severe chest infection. So I lay there in the bed. I had no hair. I was completely bald. I felt so cold, and I was so sick. That night, I hid my rock bottom. That was the dark night of my soul. The memories of my first role in the medical field came to my mind. I was so helpless in my, in my role as a very young clinical psychologist in a palliative care hospital, joining my dying patients through their last breath, listening to their regrets, to their rapture relationships, their unfulfilled dreams. And now here I was myself facing death. How can you be happy when you are unwell? When you don't know the nature of life and death and the point of this existence. And as I lay there in that, in that any bed, pondering on all of these existential questions, the teachings of the Hindu sage Ramana Maharshi came into my guidance. You have to ask yourself this question, who am I? This investigation would lead in the end 
to a discovery in you of something that is behind the mind. Solve that great problem and you would have solved all of your other problems. That sounded like pure truth to me. Can you be happy and peaceful when you don't know who you really are beyond your body, mind, your age, your race, your nationality, your everything? All of these labels, all of these roles that you carry with you in life. Who are you beyond everything that you do and everything that you have? Can you be happy when you don't really know where you're coming from? Who are you in this infinite universe that quantum physics tells us is made of 99.99% of energy? Who are you in this nature, in this ecosystem, hosting a hundred zillion organisms, you being one of them? Can you feel happy and peaceful when you don't know your life script and how the two and a half million years of human history and ancestry continue to live in you as the anthropologist telling us, can you really feel happy and safe when you don't know how you got here? How did this miracle happen for those two selves, one from your mother, one from your father, to unite in such perfect balance, in this perfect yoga, to create this one special cell, you? This cell that multiplied itself into a community of 50 trillion cells that work on their own without you attending them in this most extraordinary chemical factory. Can you be happy and peaceful when you don't know how this intelligence traveled through time in your evolutionary memory that makes you breathe and blink automatically, that makes you walk on your feet, not in your hands? This factory that works perfectly without you having to stop from your constant worries, your unhappiness and your thinking. Can you really feel happy and peaceful? When you don't know how this mind of yours was installed on this one and a half kilo brain that hosts a hundred billion neurons, a brain that was blank at birth and then started to be wired by the world that unfolded around you, in your family, in your school, in your culture? Can you be happy and peaceful when you don't understand the nature of this mind that you have today, this software downloaded in you by the outside world, this program that came out of your conditioning and is now running your brain and to a large extent is running your life too. This mind program that you often identify with, this limiting mind, this mental space that can become a prison, this ego that does not want you to step out of its control into the freedom of your choice mind. Can you really be happy and peaceful when you don't know how this DNA inside of your cells still remembers your ancestors' features and traits, their intimate experiences and emotions, as the new biology, the, the science of epigenetics tells us, and how their karmic memories are potentially still active in your day-to-day -day actions? Can you be happy and peaceful when you can't make sense of your personal history from birth to date, when you don't understand your family dynamics and how trauma travels through generations right into you, when you don't understand your history of attachment, your sense of boundaries 
and your relational style. When you don't understand why you struggle in relationships and how to review and repair your relationship. Can you be happy and safe when you don't know how religion and science have shaped your lineage over the centuries and millennia and how they have insidiously intruded in your conditioning and your programming when you don't really understand what they are doing to your life right now? Can you feel happy and peaceful when you don't know how your culture molded your mindset, your perception, your fantasies, your imagination, and how you can step out of that fiction, out of that folklore story, to rewrite your life story and escape this negative self-narrative? Can you be happy and peaceful when you don't know how to unpack and heal your past, when you are afraid to become who you really wish to be, or you don't even know who you want to be? Can you be happy and peaceful when your sense of confidence, self-esteem and self-worth are so fragile, when you don't know what is real and what is false in you, when you are not clear around your place in the world? Very good questions. Can you feel happy and safe when you don't even know your real power, when you are not clear that you have the choice? The choice is your real power. When you struggle to, to clarify your own needs, wants and wishes, when you struggle to stay focused on your path and say no to everyone and everything and finally say a big yes to yourself, can you feel happy and safe when you don't know where you're heading to, when you don't know if you have the choice to take action, or you have the choice to remain inactive. When you have the choice to fulfill your dreams and aspirations or look back in time at all of these archived intentions, how would it feel to find out who you really are, what you're made of, where you start and where you finish, where you're coming from, how did you get here, why are you here? And know that you have the choice to actually decide where you're heading to. You have the choice to make history in your life or let others do it for you. That you can actually choose to take control of your life for real, to look beyond the brainwashing, beyond the indoctrination, beyond all the seduction of the outside world. That you can actually choose to remove all of these masks one by one and open your eyes to look and see into the past, present and future. To look and see how all of these parts of you are so insanely interconnected and how all, all of these aspects of your life are entangled. How it would feel for you to use your power and exercise your choice to finally find clarity, direction and momentum in your life, to finally feel real transformation. Will I ever know this? Because here I was, nearly dying, in that London hospital, more confused than ever. But now, somehow ready to look beyond my studies and, and look right into transpersonal psychology, realizing that I did not know the answer to any of these questions. I did not know anything. I was still searching. I was a seeker. And then 
out of nowhere. All my readings and my humble practice of Eastern spirituality traditions had started to make sense to me as I was gradually stepping out of this identification with my ill physical body, gradually awakening into pure presence and conscious awareness, slowly getting ready to let go of that torturing wish that my life would be different, that I was not ill, getting ready to liberate myself from all of these limitations of this imprisoning mind, from all of my conditioning and feeling ready to finally transcend this pain and everything that I knew and walk into surrender, into letting go, into accepting what was, into accepting my imminent death. And here I was thinking of Viktor Frankl's man's search for meaning story and the power of his logotherapy approach. But this time I'm not asking, why me, God? Why did it have to be me? But I'm asking, what was the meaning of my suffering? Because I don't want to waste this pain. What is the lesson? What is the lesson that's been given to me? And as I went deep into my self-reflection, and I reviewed my life that night. The understanding, the acceptance and the surrender came with a very powerful teaching that I am more than this physical body, that I can free myself, that I can liberate myself. I can liberate myself from the attachment to this, this destructive, desired outcome that I am not ill, I'm healthy, that I can do things, that I can live a longer life, that I can open fully to this present moment that is unfolding, that I can open to happiness and everything that is wonderful in the world, that I can really, truly have the choice to see life through this illness or step into the fullness of life. And then suddenly my heart was flooded with forgiveness, forgiveness for my parents and for the, all the abuse and neglect that I witnessed. Forgiveness for all of the other people that have wronged me in any way. Forgiveness for myself, for hurting others and for not showing up for myself sometimes. And that feeling of forgiveness ignited a warm vibe of love, compassion, calmness and peacefulness that I never experienced before and opened the door to healing, to releasing all that pain that I trapped in me for so many years. And when I open myself to that new dimension, to my authentic self, I finally started to transform, and this time for real. And here I am today, fast forward years later, surviving not only that severe chest infection, uh, my rare and aggressive form of breast cancer, surviving my traumatic past, the death of my patients, the death of my mother, the death of my dear grandmother and grandfather that brought me up and set me for life, surviving a separation, a divorce, surviving conflicts and relationship issues, surviving my codependency, my perfectionism, alcoholism, and the many, many mistakes I made in life. Here I am guiding happiness seekers like you in your journey of self-discovery, healing, personal growth so you can liberate yourself so you can tap into presence and freedom so you can unpack and heal your past so you can become 
who you really wish to be and create a life that you dream of living. And if you have doubts, let me empower you. You can accomplish this. All you need is just to permit yourself to dive deep within, like I did, and learn from my mistakes because I searched for answers in the wrong places. I try to know myself, to heal and to transform through my conceptual mind, through the science. I was stuck in my tunnel mind and I had to be kneeled down by a terrible illness to properly awaken. And to transcend that programmed mind, I needed to see the big picture. I needed a 360 degree life makeover. I needed to move through understanding and step into acceptance, into surrender, into learning, into forgiveness, into healing in order to transform. These are the steps that I followed and they worked really well for me and they continue to work really well for my clients. You see, these days we have the art and science of psychology and psychotherapy. We have the pioneering discoveries of anthropology, epigenetics, quantum physics. We have the visionary transpersonal psychology and logotherapy. And of course, we have the precious wisdom of the Eastern spirituality traditions. These eight disciplines used together are very, very, very powerful. They will help you answer all your questions. They will give you the key to your happiness. They will lead you to that source of inner peace already inside of you, which is presence, pure happiness. My pain and suffering showed me my purpose in life. They helped me put together all of these eight disciplines into a clear to follow, accessible, and eye-opening perspective that helps us transition from pain, confusion, and trauma into clarity, happiness, and fulfillment. You must search for your purpose too. You must open to happiness. You must reconnect with your dormant resources, with the infinite possibilities of life. And you owe that to yourself. You must love yourself enough to give yourself this gift. This is what you get when you follow this simple seven steps of real transformation. This is the result of this 360 degree life makeover. It is a beautiful journey. It's a fantastic trip inside. And if you understand what I'm talking about, if you are ready to embrace the seven steps of real transformation, check out the link I left for you in the description box below. Download that PDF. It is my gift to you and use it to transform your life. That's it for now. I'm hoping that um, you found this uh, a little bit inspiring. I'm hoping that you will reflect a little bit on your relationship with the present moment, with the happiness and the joy that can be found within. And I'm hoping that you will permit yourself to open to the beauty, the joy and the happiness that each present moment has to offer. And you will learn to hold on to happiness. This is all for now. Until next time, I am wishing you all good health and happiness.